Take your rope, listeners. Some mountain gloves will do. Some ice picks, a warm hat, and some climbing boots, too. We're traveling high above the scenery. Don't lose that handhold. It's Scare Fighter 3. Having bested the brain grub in the sweltering desert, Team Sneakwolf has made their way to the icy region of Skull Mountain. They must traverse and climb this treacherous terrain to make it back to Creepsburg. And to ensure they make it in one piece, they've hired the best mountain climber they could find to guide them, Calvester Stone. Wow, look at the mountains. This is a hell of a climb. Yeah, you guys picked the perfect time to visit. You have a great view of the day moon from the peak. The what? The day moon. No one really knows what causes it. But this time of year, the moon is full and bright. So much so that you can see it all the time. Even in the daylight. Almost like we got binary suns or something. Binary suns? Cool. Does that mess with the environment around here? It's a very interesting phenomenon. Nah, unless you like sleep. Or you're a werewolf. Wait, what was that? (laughs) You shouldn't have come here if you like sleep a lot. No way you're sleeping through the day moon. It's way too bright. It's like having someone shine a flashlight into your eyes when you try to sleep or something. Not even specialized curtains can keep that out. It sucks. No, not that. The thing about being a werewolf. Oh, it's a little known fact that daemons cause werewolves to instantly trigger transformation. Even in the daytime. Here at Rock Climber Rescue and Tour Company, we have a strict no werewolf policy during the daemon cycle. Huh. Uh, none of you are werewolves, are you? Haha. <laughs> No way. Yeah, no way. Werewolves are jerks, man. Arm wrestling jerks who don't like me. They even tried to turn me into one, but my friends here stopped the ritual. Ah, uh, good, good. Personally, I hate werewolves. Only thing they're good for is punching, you know? <laughs> me too! <laughs> Did you just howl? <laughs> it, was a, it was a joke, man. You know, a joke. Guys. Guys. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's just the day moon, you know? As I was saying, I don't get enough sleep out here. Yikes. It's okay, Calvester. We're all getting pretty tired. Maybe we should take a break. Normally, I'd agree with you. With the clouds as thick as they are today, we'll be safe from the effects of the day moon until they part. But I would advise against resting here. Why's that? Because we're deep in ice vulture territory. Ice vultures? Yep. See those wiry bundles atop those rocks? Those are nests. Locally, it's pretty quiet now. Haven't seen any movement there. What's so bad about some vultures? Mama used to cook them up in the stews and stuff them back home. They're delicious. Hey, yo, these are no ordinary vultures. They have ice bread that can freeze anything, and they can grow the size of a small car. They'll scoop you up in one gulp and regurgitate you to their young. It's messy. Gross. That's fascinating. I'd love to see one up close. Hmm, <laughs> careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I mean, really, be careful what you wish for. Look! Atop one of the towering rock formations, like a shadow growing as the sun sets, enormous blue wings rise from one of the tangled nests. A bird-like creature raises his ice-encrusted head, breathing frost from its nostrils. <laughs> Way to go, Aurora! Dinner time! Gross, Brutus. Guys, what do we do? Can we take cover somewhere? Where? There's nothing but snow all over. 
We got company. The rocks surrounding Team Sneak Wolf rumble as the ice vulture springs from its roost and dives toward them. It's coming at us. Hey, have Bert do that bite thing. Hey, Bert, do that bite thing. <laughs> he exhausted himself from fighting the brain grub. He needs to rest. Seems like a cop-out for him to just, I don't know, not be around or used in certain moments. Well, I don't know what to tell you. He needs to recharge. It's okay, guys. I got this. Just like back home. The giant bird swoops in as Brutus leaps into the air. He rears his big, hammy fist back, but is immediately caught in the bird's icy talons. Ugh, guys, the claws, they're so cold. Brutus! The vulture rises fast, creating a gust of wind that knocks the other members of the expedition to the ground. The beast carries Brutus over to the nest atop the icy cliff. There, squawking and clamoring for food are five baby ice vultures with big, soft eyes and tiny, featherless wings. The whole thing would be pretty cute if they weren't about to eat Brutus alive. We have to get up there. But how? This old dog's got a few tricks. Let's go. Team Sneak Wolf and their new companion rush over to the rocky column. Calvister opens his pack and retrieves two jagged ice hammers and slams one of them into the thin layer of frost covering the rock. He feeds a long cord through the end of the hammer before tying it around his waist. Alright, you guys stay here. I'm going up. Let us come with you. We can help. No. No, I said. Out here, I am the mountain law. What? Uh, what? Your friend will not fall. This I promise. There he goes. That was weird, right? Yeah. Back at the nest, Brutus dangles over the gnashing beaks of the baby ice vultures. Ugh, I'm sorry, little birds. When I said you were delicious, I meant that as a compliment. Hang on, kid. <gasps> Calvester, my hero. As Calvester reaches the nest, the mama ice vulture takes notice of him. She exhales an angry breath of frost that nearly freezes his face. Hanging by one hand, Calvister reaches into his pack and pulls out a large flare. He smacks it against the rock and it sparks to life. The mama ice vulture recoils and releases Brutus from her talons as she flies away from the nest. No, no, no. Brutus hits the top of the rock just below the nest. He rolls off the edge and toward the icy ground below. Brutus! Calvister quickly grabs Brutus by the foot as they fall. Got you. Thanks. But who's got you? Out of nowhere, an arrow flies past them, piercing the thick cord flapping behind Calvister and pinning it to the rock. As it catches, the cord stops them both just before hitting the ground. Got him. Whoa, nice shot, Alistair. That was a close one. Are you guys okay? That was awesome. We're almost a couple of pancakes. <laughs> Cal? Uh, down. Uh, we should get out of here before it comes back. Leaving behind the monstrous ice vulture, Team Sneak Wolf and Calvister climb on in silence. A few awkward glances later, they arrive at a giant icy crevasse. Fissure, cleft, how many words are there for the same thing? Anyway. Wow, this is amazing. Look how blue that ice is. Yeah, it must be some kind of glacier. This could totally be a Klondike commercial. All you think about is food. Hey, I'm a man of simple pleasures. How do we get across? I'm sure Cal has some kind of technique for this. Right, Cal? Cal? Calvister falls to his knees upon seeing the chasm. His face is emotionless. What's going on, buddy? You okay? Uh, 
It's my fault. I lost her. Cora. Guys, what's wrong with him? I don't know. He's been acting strange ever since the fight with the Ice Vulture. Maybe he lost his damn mind. This is Clayton Ravine. It was named after the most beautiful woman on the mountain, Miss Clara Clayton. She was a teacher at the climate school, my mentor, and would have been my wife had she not fallen. Must not have been a great teacher. Oof. Shh. Don't be a dick. I'm so sorry, Cal. What happened? It was just a routine climbing exercise. We had rappelled down into the ravine to explore the glacial river at the bottom. On the way back up, her rig disengaged, and she lost her grip. I caught her just in time, but was unable to hold her. Her gloves, they, they slipped. She was the first. That's awful. After that, we returned to base camp. When everyone heard about what happened, they named the ravine in her honor. And it has since become the most popular climbing spot on the mountain. It took many years for me to work up the courage to climb up here again. But now, I climb for her. That's beautiful, man. It really is, but did he say she was the first? Yeah. Cal, how many people have died here? Oh, a lot. At least a hundred. As I said, this is the most popular climbing spot on the mountain. But it's also the most dangerous. Lots of mountain rescuers here. In the end, we had to discontinue that brand of glove. It was just too damn slippery. Wait, so you've dropped everyone you've ever tried to save? Hey, hey, sometimes you gotta play the hand you dealt, you know? Look at me. I always thought I'd continue my career as a boxer. Maybe go pro. Life is funny sometimes, man. Yeah, that's... that wasn't a no. The more people that fall, the more ghosts to keep Clara company. Yeah, he totally dropped them all. Well, it's getting late. We should cross now. Fuck no, dude. You're not dropping me off an icy cliff of death. No way. I already told you, man. We don't use that brand of glove no more. Yeah, I'll, I'll take my chances. Let's go. Alistair wraps Calvister's cord around a thick arrow and shoots it into the ridge across from them. After checking that the cord is secure, they climb out one after the other across the massive gorge. Just as they reach the middle of the line, the Mama Ice Vulture returns. We've got incoming. Go, go, go. The vulture swoops down just under our hanging heroes. The wind whips through the gap and chaps their faces. Must go faster, must go faster. With a roar, the Ice Vulture swings around and powers up his ice blast. Our heroes scramble as the ice blast slices through the cord, sending them to one side of the gully and Calvister to the other. After climbing to the top, they turn to look back toward their terrible mountain guide. Cal, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. You guys go on ahead. I have to find a way around to climb over to you. Look out behind you. Running up behind Calvister were six baby ice vultures with faces only their giant mother could love, clamoring for flesh. He quickly turns and grabs the cord from the side of the abyss, pulls it up and ties the frayed end around his waist. There's no time for you to climb around. You have to run. And jump. Calvister takes two large strides and hurls himself off the edge, just as the mama ice vulture swoops underneath. Time seems to slow as he soars over the canyon. 
He's not gonna make it. Orion and Brutus move into position as Calvister nears their side. Orion catches Brutus's foot as he jumps toward Calvister. They lock hands and are now hanging from the precipice. Ugh, gotcha, buddy. Uh, 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 don't drop me, man. Uh, I know I probably deserve it, but please. Your glove, it's slipping. I know, I know. I lied about getting rid of those gloves. They're comfy. I can't hold on much longer. Uh, it's fine, it's fine, man. This is how it's supposed to be. The infamy now, I see it all. Clara, you're calm. No! no! As the glove slips from his hand, Calvister, with a smile on his face, disappears into the fog. The Mama Ice Vulture roars one last time as if to say her goodbyes before turning back toward the nest, the babies close behind. Leaving behind the family of ice vultures and all the different words for rocks... Our heroes continue through the snow-covered mountains until they come upon the tallest of the range, Skull Mountain. Aptly named for the large rock formation at its peak resembling a skull. Guarding a tall set of wooden doors were fangs, stalactites protruding from the top of the aperture. Above the fanged entryway, two torches burned, like wheels of fire set within the sockets of a stone skull. Ah, oh, look at this crazy skull rock. So cool. Kind of spooky. No way, man. I'm not going into a giant skull. Who knows what's in there? Probably a giant brain monster or something. Or ninjas. <laughs> yeah, brain ninjas. Hell, it could be anything out here in the Scarelands. I'm just going to stay here and go through the rest of Calvester's stuff. You stole his pack? Hey, one dead man's pack is a Brutus's treasure. No, Alistair's right. Look, in the eyes of the skull. There in the shadows of each eye stood two figures glowing in the torchlight, one yellow, one blue. With a quick flick of the wrist, the blue figure releases a ball of blue light that hits Calvister's pack, freezing it into solid ice. Hey, what the hell? Brutus drops the frozen satchel and it smashes into tiny pieces, leaving behind a pile of discontinued gloves. Our heroes look back toward the skull to see both figures have vanished. Hey, what the hell? Huh? Where'd they go? Here. With a flash of blue light, the blue ninja appears before them. Sorry for the cold open. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Snowball. Wait, what? <laughs> you really had me for a second there, ninja dude. What? Why are you laughing? <laughs> Sorry, man. It's just that you have this whole evil vibe going on, and your name is Snowball. It was just unexpected is all. Yeah, I don't know whether you're going to tear my heart out and hand it to me, or if you're going to treat me to a snow cone. Stop it! <laughs> Were you, like, named after the pig from Animal Farm? Shut up! Brutus, you've read Animal Farm? Well, no, but, dude, you're throwing off my burn. As Team Sneak Wolf keeps razzing the ninja's berries, the other ninja with a more appropriate name sneaks up behind them. Enough! And what do they call you? Snowball 2? My name is Scorpius. Learn it well. Watch out, Aurora. You might get rocked like some tropical depression. <laughs> get it? Like the song? The Scorpions wrote it? I think you mean hurricane, not tropical depression. Easy there, Klaus. I think I know my classic rock. The song goes, There I go, da, da, na, na, rock you like a tropical depression. Just 
awful. Silence! Clearly unamused, Scorpius widens his stance and folds his arms, facing one palm toward the gang. The skin on his palm cracks and folds back, revealing a spike that slowly oozes forward. It is attached to a long cord of some kind and moves like a snake. Scorpius squints at Team Sneak Wolf as the spike opens to reveal a mouth with sharp teeth. Oh, that thing looks like a fish flower from Super Pizza Bros. Oh, it totally does. Cool. Guys, I don't think it's friendly, though. Oh, neither are fish flowers. They usually wait in the dark tube or pit and to jump out and grab you when you're least expecting it. Yeah, they're kind of a plague on the Frogstool Kingdom. Fine. I've never played the game. I don't care. Come here! Excuse me? If you want something, you should ask nicely. Come here! Please? The snake spike shoots out of Scorpius's hand towards Team Sneak Wolf. Aurora unleashes her sword as the boys jump out of the way of the flying spike. She ducks and slices through the cord, sending the spike downward into the snow. Gray blood spurts from the severed cord as it retracts. <laughs> Ow, that hurts! That's it. I've had enough of this. Snowball takes a wide stance and brings both hands to his chest. A blue ball of energy forms and begins to grow out of his hands. It engulfs Snowball and continues growing, pulsing with every beat of his heart. What's he doing? I don't know, but I don't like it. I'll take care of this. Alistair brings his crossbow up and shoots an arrow into the blue light. It stops and freezes in midair as it nears the pulsing blue bubble. Snowball smirks as the arrow falls to pieces. Uh-oh, that's no good. What do we do now? Brutus, was there anything else in Calvestro's pack? No, it's just gloves. Nothing but gloves and a canteen. He's really bad at packing for a climbing trip. Throw me the canteen! Brutus tosses Aurora the canteen. She opens the lid and takes a swig. <sighs> hey, Snowball, have a drink. She hurls the open canteen towards Snowball, who is surrounded by the blue freezing light. The canteen hits the bubble and freezes instantly. As it crumbles away, the water inside solidifies into a jagged ice spike that penetrates the bubble and enters Snowball's chest. <sighs> Snowball falls backward into the snow, but freezes into a block of ice before hitting the ground. You meddling kids! You killed my best friend. Just come here. Infuriated, Scorpius removes his mask, revealing his face to be an actual skull. He takes a deep breath and breathes fire at Aurora. Brutus scoops up the frozen gloves and tosses them at the flame breath, extinguishing it. Now's our chance. Ready, babe? Ready. Alistair pulls out the grappling gun and aims it towards Scorpius. No, you come here. He fires the grappling gun. It attaches itself to Scorpius's ninja suit and pulls him in close. Aurora slides on the snow with her sword drawn and slices him across the chest. Flames shoot out of the cut in his suit like really bad pyrotechnics. What is that? Is he made of flames? Watch out, he's gonna blow! Scorpius trembles violently as the flames ignite inside his eye sockets. I just wanted you to come here! Scorpius explodes into a ball of fire, engulfing the frozen snowball and melting everything. Nothing but the rocky terrain remains. <laughs> Guess he finally reached his boiling point. What, nothing? No, lame. Let's keep moving. With the two guards of the cave defeated, our victors walk into the entryway of the skull as the giant wooden doors open. 
The chamber is massive, and the gang quickly notice on either side of them is an armed force of red-cloaked ninjas staring straight ahead, motionless, with their arms crossed. The doors to the entrance blow closed behind them. The compass is beeping. There's another King Beast in the area. What's the deal? These ninjas shy or something? I would say loyal. Looks like they don't move unless whoever's in charge tells them to. These dudes are like the queen's guard of something. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get this one to break. Oh, he just won't flinch, man. Come on, break already. You will break. You will break. Leave him alone, Brutus. All right. All right. Ow! A throwman's charge to the shoulder. Who threw that? Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hear ninja snickering. Whoa, guys, look! As they near the end of the Isle of the Ninjas, they stop and gaze at a throne sitting atop a heap of skulls. In that chair sits a mighty four-armed snow ape wearing ski goggles and a pair of blue underwear. He looks down at our heroes as he sips hot chocolate. Foolish mortals, I am Gorbo. Welcome to the Ninja Combat Tournament. You must defeat my warriors or your world will be mine. Oh, that's tasty. Hatch me more, Ninja Butler! Hiya! He's got a Ninja Butler? That's awesome! Quiet, peasant! Cool. We're dealing with an entitled rich super ape. This will go great. Where's hot chocolate? Dude, he's getting it! So impatient, this ape! Burned my tongue! Too hot! Die! Yikes, this guy runs a tight ship. Silence! You will first fight Scorpius and the one they call Snowball. You already did that, Gorbo. Are you serious right now? Maybe they were taking a smoke break. I don't know, but yeah, they're dead. Unacceptable! You will pay for that girl with the broken sword. You, other ninja, you are my new ninja butler. It is an honor, my lord. Play the tournament song and fetch more hot chocolate. Yes, my lord. Yeah? He loves his cocoa. I'll give him that. The ninja backflips past the scare fighters and catches a boombox thrown by one of the other ninjas. He holds it proudly over his head while another ninja flips over him and presses play. Sick beats begin to fill the cave. Ninjas, destroy them! A bombardment of swords and shrukens rain down on Team Sneak Wolf as they try to do their best to hold off Gorbo's ninjas. They keep their backs to the cave wall so as to not be flanked. Alistair picks off as many as he can with his crossbow, while Aurora and Brutus hold the line of ass kickery. Bert the Snake Boy jumps from ninja head to ninja head, biting as many as he can with his deadly venom. We're gaining ground, guys. Keep fighting. Where's Orion? Over here, sis. Gonna chainsaw it up. Hey, you're wearing the hockey mask you took. Looks good. Thanks, man. Now excuse me while I cut a rug. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! That's... That's a lot of ninja blood. Uh, how many more ninjas we got? A hundred? Hey, looks like a guy here just a tub. Calvester Stone! From the front of the open cave doors, the once thought to be very dead rock climber rescue guide stands with raised boxing gloves. How is he still alive? Figured y'all could use a hand. They used to call me the fighting cow zone in the boxing days. Cal's kicking some serious ass. 
Much appreciated, but how are you alive? You fell like 300 feet into an abyss. Hey, man. Hey, I don't know what to say, you know? I guess I just know how to fall on rocks the right way. Sometimes you gotta roll with it, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're crazy, man. Yeah, crazy dead. This man should be dead. Brutus, your, your mustache, it's filling in. You've almost got a full beard. What the hell? It is. What is this, second puberty? <laughs> oh, my voice is dropping too. Gotta be second puberty. Yeah, that's not a thing, pal. The moon. Brutus, get out of the light. <laughs> What's happening to me? As the clouds part, the day moon shines in full effect through the eyes of Skull Cave and down onto Brutus. His eyes turn a glowing yellow. He growls from his newly formed snout as hair grows from every inch of his body. He rips at his clothes with newly sharpened claws, leaving only torn jeans as his ears grow upward and pointed. That's right, he's becoming legendary baseball star Babe Ruth. <laughs> I'm kidding, he's a werewolf. <laughs> Whoa, look at him go. He's a mean werewolf ninja killing machine. Man, I hate wolves with every part of my being. But I'm gonna give this one a shot. I ain't afraid no more. When did this happen? Has Brutus always been a werewolf? The ritual. When the werewolves tried to turn him at that party, they must have only finished half of it before we saved him. We'll only wolf out on a full moon. Or in this case, the day moon. <laughs> Oh, hey, easy there, big guy. <laughs> Almost took my head off. <clears throat> Holy shit, he killed Cal! Brutus isn't in control of it. Also, Cal admitted to dropping tons of people into that ravine. Cancels out. <sighs> well, okay. Brutus, stop. It's us. You're part of Team Sneak Wolf. Oh, no! I am a lone wolf, and there can only be one wolf of the mountain. Oh, God. His selfishness is manifesting. He's triggered an avalanche! Falling rocks, look out! Brutus gets buried under the rocks. From atop his throne, the great four-armed white ape stands up and adjusts his ski goggles. Enough! You have ruined everything. This location is compromised. We will vanish and create another tournament for the fate of humanity somewhere else. Maybe open across it, Jim. Gorbo and the remaining ninjas run for the door at the back of the cave, grabbing snowboards on their way out. There's some extra snowboards over here. Come on, he's getting away. Yeah, let's ski free this bitch. What about Brutus? He's on the other side of the boulders. Good, we need a head start. He'll kill anything in sight. I'm going to bathe in your blood and chew on your bones once I move these rocks. So, yeah, he's a bit grumpy. I better take his axe for safekeeping. Let's go! Do they have skis? I'm great at skiing. No! Adapt! Fine! I love you! I love you! They run after Gorbo and his ninja goons and quickly realize they're running through the main lodge of a ski resort? Gorbo owns the Skull Mountain Resort? We must be on the other side of the mountain. This has got to be how he affords his ninjas and lifestyle. Do you think his ninjas get health insurance? Dude, you know it. Guys, over there, a beautiful hot tub, but also Gorbo. They're headed downhill. You'll never keep up. <laughs> Team Sneak Wolf chase after Gorbo on snowboards while they fight through the ninja's left. There's something following us by the tree line. Ah, surprise! Ah, Werewolf Brutus, he's gaining on us. 
stay on your board. One wipeout and you'll either kill him or be killed by him. Coming up on a cliff, hit the brakes. They stop just in time along with Gorbo. His remaining ninja company go flying off the side of the mountain and into a sharp spike pit below. Too much ninja training, not enough school war training. Only noobs perish. You think you have what it takes to beat me? I do. Brutus jumps down from a tree and into a three-point landing position. Posed, he brings his head up and locks eyes with Gorbo. Hey, Brutus is friendly again. Nobody is killing them but me. I've earned it. Yeah, never mind. This puny werewolf will be no problem. I'll crush him in a single blow. Monster fight! Hell yeah. <laughs> they run at each other and lock up dancing around the edge of the cliffside trying to throw one another off the cliff into the pit of sharp icicle spikes. With his extra two arms, Gorbo takes shots at Brutus's face. It's some cheap shit for sure. <laughs> Just a matter of time before you're beaten enough to toss off the side. Go for his balls. Huh? I noticed earlier he was wearing briefs and not boxers. Briefs offer more support. His balls might be large and super sensitive. Kick him in the balls already. Don't mind if I do! With a final blow to Family Jewels, Brutus follows up with a kick to Gorbo's chest. He watches as Gorbo falls off the mountain and lands onto the sharp ice spears below. The beastly king ape known as Gorbo has been destroyed. Sweet! Another one down! Did you guys hear glass shattering? Like, were his balls made out of glass? Personally, I like to think that that was the shattering of his power. Like, maybe his only weakness was magic balls? I have no idea. Now that he's out of the way, let's finish this fellow. <laughs> Sneak walls. <laughs> Tranquilizer darts? What the hell? Yep, that's them all right. There's three in my leg. This is Agent Alexander of the Guide in Gray. We have you surrounded. Do the right thing and lay down on the ground. No way! Oh, babe, they got me. Uh, uh. Just, just us, Bert. Yeah. Alpha team, move in. All down and accounted for. Roger that, Slick. Let's get him back to base. <laughs> 